This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thanks for joining me for our daily Bible study. We'll be reading Luke chapter 18 from the World English Bible. He also spoke a parable to them that they must always pray and not give up, saying, There was a judge in a certain city who didn't fear God and didn't respect man. A widow was in that city, and she often came to him, saying, Defend me from my adversary. He wouldn't for a while, but afterwards he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will defend her, or else she will wear me out by her continual coming. The Lord said, Listen to what the unrighteous judge says. Won't God avenge his chosen ones who are crying out to him day and night, and yet he exercises patience with them? I tell you that he will avenge them quickly. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the second of two very similar parables that Jesus used to teach about persistent prayer. God is patient when we are impatient, and his time is not our time. Uh, But he does respond, and he will respond and avenge those who cry out to him day and night. The question is not whether God will respond. The question is whether there will be people that keep believing and keep asking. Will he find faith when he does respond? Verse 9, he also spoke this parable to certain people who were convinced of their own righteousness and who despised all others. Two men went up into the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed to himself like this, God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of men, extortionist, unrighteous, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector standing far away wouldn't even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. They were also bringing their babies to him that he might touch them, but when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. Jesus summoned them, saying, Allow the little children to come to me and don't hinder them. For God's kingdom belongs to such as these. Most certainly, I tell you, whoever doesn't receive God's kingdom like a little child, he will in no way enter into it. And so we see here Jesus teaching about the need of humility and relying on the Lord in two different ways. First, he used the example of the repentant sinner being forgiven while the self-righteous Pharisee was not. God will lift us up when we humble ourselves. Then he told them that they would have to become like a little child to enter into the kingdom of God. A little child is not self-sufficient. A little child has to be carried. A child will simply just trust the strong arms that carry it. A little child has to cry out when they have a need, and that's all that they can do. And so you can see how this ties in to the, the earlier theme here of this chapter. Verse 18, A certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus asked him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except one, God. You know the commandments. Don't commit adultery. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother. He said, I have observed all these things from my youth up. When Jesus heard these things, he said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor. Then you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. 
But when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was very rich. Jesus, seeing that he became very sad, said, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter into God's kingdom. For it is easier for a camel to enter in through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into God's kingdom. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Peter said, Look, we have left everything and followed you. He said to them, Most certainly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for God's kingdom's sake who will not receive many times more in this time and in the world to come eternal life. So when Jesus was called good teacher, he humbly and uh, I would say cryptically replied that no one was good but God. Jesus would later tell his disciples that when he spoke to them about God, he spoke to them in parables. But as he neared the end of his life, he said he was going to speak to them plainly of the Father. And so he says, there's none good but God. And, and he didn't deny that he was good, which means he didn't deny that he was God either. Um, so he's he's speaking to this young man, and the man wants to know about eternal life. And he said he'd kept all the commandments um, that, that Jesus listed, but evidently he loved money. And so Jesus told him to sell all that he had to follow him. Now, it's important to note that this wasn't general instructions that Jesus gave uh, on the Sermon on the Mount or when he was talking to the crowds. Um, This was very specific for this one man. Uh, So the specific instruction may not apply to us, but the guiding principle behind the instruction, the idea that we have to be generous, that we have to serve God, that we can't love money, that is certainly something that we all must remember and so the rich man was told to sell what he had because he loved his wealth he couldn't do it so we see the rich man's blessing had become a curse he didn't own his riches his riches owned him and so he walked away sad choosing to keep what he had and to forfeit the kingdom that God had promised Jesus acknowledged that it's very difficult for the rich to enter the kingdom, but he said with God it's possible. And so the disciples responded because they had left all to follow the Lord. And so Jesus told them, well, you receive many more, much more, many times more what you gave up in this life and then also the eternal life to come. And so some people we see may have to leave their family, but then they become a part of the church family. They're blessed here. And then one day, as we make it into heaven, then you'll be joining that throng of believers. And so you never outgive the Lord. Uh, If heaven wasn't promised, it would still be worth following the Lord and having peace with God here. Notice the blessing starts here. But we don't have to make that decision because heaven is promised. And so Jesus encouraged them to sacrifice now, receive blessings here, and receive eternal life in the world to come. Verse 31, He took the twelve aside and said to them, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and all the things that are written through the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be completed. For he will be delivered up to the Gentiles and will be mocked, treated shamefully, and spit on. 
They will scourge and kill him. On the third day he will rise again. They understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they didn't understand the things that were said. As he came near Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the road begging. Hearing a multitude going by, he asked what this meant. They told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. He cried out, Jesus, you son of David, have mercy on me. Those who led the way rebuked him that he should be quiet. But he cried out all the more, you son of David, have mercy on me. Standing still, Jesus commanded him to be brought to him. When he had come near, he asked him, What do you want me to do? He said, Lord, that I may see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, praised God. So Jesus, once again, I say once again because we've read this in previous chapters, tried to explain his coming crucifixion to his disciples but they couldn't understand what he was saying they were sure that um, that he had come to rule and to reign and they, they believed he was the Christ and so they couldn't put together the pieces of what he was trying to tell them along the way a blind man called out for mercy and he made a surprising confession he called Jesus the son of David and this would be a reference to the promised Messiah or the anointed ruler that was to come and so Jesus stopped he asked for mercy and Jesus healed him and he told him that it was his faith that had healed him this man had heard he had believed and he had cried out the greatest miracle of sight that Jesus performed uh, was when he opened my eyes and your eyes to the gospel. Uh, just consider this. At this point, his disciples who've been with him, they were blinded to some of the things that he was teaching about the death, burial, and resurrection that would come. The disciples couldn't understand. The crowd Eventually, the crowd praised God, but it was only after they saw the miracle take place. The blind man, the one we would say couldn't see, somehow through faith he had insight that so many missed before he had his sight. He praised Christ and he believed before the miracle came. And so we see the power of faith and um and trust in God. The rich man who had every advantage walks away sad. The blind man is healed and he follows Jesus, it says. And so faith is very, very powerful. Let's pray that we can have that kind of faith, that the Lord would give us the faith we need to be saved. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. I ask that you would give me faith to trust you Give us faith to trust you more than material things, to love you more than material things. Help us to have faith to keep asking. When we've prayed, that we would pray again until you give us an answer. I ask that you would open our eyes to see exactly who you are and to believe that you're willing and able to do whatever we need. And help us to have the faith necessary uh, to inherit eternal life. I pray it all in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow for another episode.